wrapped up on your fat ass. We ain't got nothing here. We can't move. And we ain't got much left in the old cookie jar either. But Frank, you promised that well, maybe we could stay off of the hard stuff for a while and just smoke. Yeah, yeah. But when I make this deal, we ain't even gonna have to leave the house. We can just groove and groove. You can go down and get yourself a year's supply of peanut butter. <laughs> and I can get the hi-fi out of hockey. I can go down to Nettie's and get me some brushes and some paints and an easel and a mile of canvas. Who paints? I paint. You don't need this stuff. Is that the message? Well, I love you too. So there. Fifty years ago, in a gritty, independent, it was gritty. It was about a heroin addict. Uh, the film was called Joe. Do you recognize the voice? Well, in 1975, she became not only a cult figure, but a cult classic. Now, that film, Joe, came out in 1970. And an unknown Susan Sarandon, who yesterday had her birthday. This actress has had a very long Turbulent. I'm not going to talk about but the politics because sometimes when she talks about the politics, and I understand where she's coming from, but sometimes, well, Saturday Night Live put it best, but I'm not going to repeat. <sighs> what a long career. Long. And in 1975, well, this wasn't the last picture show. Oh no. This was uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And you've got Tim Curry and Barry Box Boswick. Yeah. I was feeling done in. Couldn't win. I'd only ever kissed before. So that's all we can play of Susan Sarandon in... Rocky Horror Picture Show. A legendary movie. People still... Well, I don't know about now. Maybe that will change. Uh, Directed by Jim Sharman. Written by Richard O'Brien and Jim Sharman. Tim Curry, Susan Sarandon, Barry Boswick. Yeah. Even Meatloaf is in it. (laughs) Interesting film. And of course, Susan Sarandon is singing... I haven't yet seen her put out an album. She's had a long career. I've seen so many of the films, even when I was a kid and I wasn't supposed to. And then there was a film of hers that I saw a couple years ago, probably about 20 years ago, that I didn't know about. And it was the one time she got to work with the late Burt Lancaster. 
I'm talking about 1980s uh, Atlantic City. So Susan Sarandon had these interesting peaks and valleys. And the parts that she got, I mean, they really commanded their moment. Adam, please, if you're not going to play, you'll have to leave the table. Sit down and be quiet. Oh, yeah, you're buying me roses. I'm getting fired from my job. I'm supposed to sit here like some Vegas bimbo. Look, mister, I've got hoods beating the shit out of me. If I'm going to get beat up for money and drugs, then I'm going to have that money and drugs on me. Don't touch the suit. You're like Dave gone senile. Madam, you'll have to go. Look, I trusted you. I, I take care of her. Look, he took my money. Maybe he'll give me back my God. money. But I want my money. You sleep right over there? Where? Yeah, you hope so. All he wants is a blonde sitting next to him. What? What do you mean? I don't. I don't. No, know no, no, no. Strictly for luck, nothing will happen. If he loses, he'll be too depressed to do anything. If he wins, he'll just talk about it. So Susan Sarandon received her first of five Oscar nominations for Atlantic City for Best Actress. And then in 1987, she teamed up with Cher and Michelle Pfeiffer for The The Witches of Eastwick. So she's a witch and her spell is working. She's one of three in the Witches of Eastwick. And who does she meet that gives her power as well? Daryl. Satan, I guess. Played by Mr. Jack Nicholson. This is Sarandon's career. I mean, like I said, peaks and valleys. She always picks these, these roles that... They cause a lot of commotion, and I love the commotion. Is that part of her shtick, or is that just part of that's who's Susan? I don't know her. I just watch the films from afar, like everybody else. <sighs> These are the ground rules. I hook up with one guy a season. Usually takes me a couple weeks to pick the guy. It's kind of my own spring training. And well, you two are the most promising prospects of the season so far. So I just thought we should kind of get to know each other. Time out. Why do you get to choose? What? Why do you get to choose? I mean, why don't I get to choose? Why doesn't he get to choose? Well, actually, nobody on this planet ever really chooses each other. I mean, it's all a question of quantum physics, molecular attraction, and timing. I mean, they're laws we don't understand that bring us together and tear us apart. I mean, it's like pheromones. You get three ants together, they can't do dick. 
You get 300 million of them. They can build a cathedral. <laughs> so somebody gonna go to bed with somebody or what? Honey, you are a regular nuclear meltdown. You better cool off. <laughs> Wait a minute, where are you going? After 12 years in the minor leagues, I don't try out. Besides, uh, I don't believe in quantum physics when it comes to matters of the heart. What do you believe in then? Well, I believe in the soul. The cock, the pussy, the small of a woman's back, the hanging curveball, high fiber, good scotch, that the novels of Susan Sontag are self-indulgent, overrated crap. I believe Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. I believe there ought to be a constitutional amendment outlawing AstroTurf and the designated hitter. I believe in the sweet spot, softcore pornography, opening your presents Christmas morning rather than Christmas Eve, and I believe in long, slow, deep, soft, wet kisses that last three days. Good night. Crash. Hey, Annie, what's all this molecule stuff? Crash. <laughs> Crash, wait. Look, all I want is a date. I'm not going to fall in love with you, Nelson. I'm not interested in a woman who's interested in that boy. Good night. Well, I'm not interested yet. Who are you calling a boy? Hit the yard, me. Damn, nobody's ever said no to a date with me before. He's crazy. <laughs> I want you bad. <laughs> and in real life he did in bull durham she was turning up the heat now in hollywood and this is unfortunately a really shitty thing when a woman turns 40 that's it that's it okay that is it betty davis experienced it Many of uh, Meryl Streep experienced this, but Susan Sarandon did the complete opposite, and I think that's why we love her. She turned up the heat. She played these characters that demanded their attention, and I played that moment because that boy, that. Costner was referring to was none other than Tim Robbins and in real life they hooked up and they lived together for 20 something years and only a couple years ago you know but we're not here to talk about that think about this I mean directed by Ron Shelton released in 1988 Kevin Costner Susan Sarandon Tim Robbins yeah Now, she plays Annie, a baseball groupie and lifelong spiritual seeker who has latched onto the Church of Baseball and has every year chosen one player on the Bulls to be her lover and student. Annie flirts with both Crash and Ebby and invites them to her house, but Crash walks out saying he's too much of a veteran to try out for anything. Before he leaves, Crash further sparks Annie's interest with a memorable speech listing the things he believes in. Despite some animosity between them, Annie and Crash work in their own ways to shape Eddie into a big league pitcher. Annie plays mild bondage games, reads to him with poetry, and gets him to think in different ways, and even gives the nickname Nuke. (sighs) 
Yeah. And, you know, Sarandon talked about she had to wear her, her special shoes, I guess, to get that role. It's a legendary role. And then 30 years ago, well, what happens? Something very intense happens. Thelma and Louise. I don't even really... You can just listen to that clip and you know what film film that's from. Directed by Ridley Scott. Social commentary. A feminist film. Film of the 90s. It's, It's a legendary film. Right up until that ending that I can't talk about. I'm sure that all of my listeners have at one point seen Thelma and Louise. And that ending is legendary. And this is a this is a partnership. This is a duo. They were both nominated for Academy Awards. Didn't win. And Susan Sarandon just continued on. You know, that was always kind of the thing of the Oscars was, is she going to win this year? She was nominated five times, five lucky times, and then finally won. Here's another performance that gave her a nomination, no win, Lorenzo Zoyle. certainly don't need that noise, do we? So, please, doctor, without equivocation, there is a family of diseases that's quite rare, the leukodystrophies. These fans, well, there is an enzyme. To be honest, we're not quite certain just how it works. Um, You know what myelin is? Myelin is the fatty sheath that insulates the nerves. It's a little bit like plastic around electrical wires. Without it, the nerves cannot conduct an impulse. What ALD does is strip away the myelin. It corrodes it, if you... Oh, no. We would go anywhere. Yes. The problem is that 10 years ago, this disease hadn't even been identified. We're still trying to understand just what it is. I would like to offer you... So, along with Nick Nolte, she plays this mother whose child is diagnosed with this very fatal disease and does her best... And really goes through hell. But always has that conviction, strength. 1994, another Oscar nomination. It's time for the client. 
way this way. All right, guys, let's go. Yes, sir. Come on, let's go, bud. Come on. Thanks, Reverend Roy. You've been a real pain in the ass. Thank you, son, and good luck to you. I assure you, you have been an even larger pain in the ass. Give me five. You can't come with us, can you? When you enter the witness protection program, well, you have to several ties. I'll never see you again, will I? Look, you wanna... You wanna take care of my compass for me? That way you'll never lose your pay again. So, four, four Oscar nominations, no wins, I know, it's like, what are we talking about, boxing, who didn't win, how many KOs, well, she did get a knockout eventually, in The Client, she played Reggie Love, alongside Tommy Lee Jones, and the late Brad Renfro, and Mary Louise Parker. That same year, though, her partner, Tim Robbins, decided to direct a project that she was passionate about. And they brought along an old friend from the 80s. And this old friend happened to be a really good actor himself. They were both nominated. I be buried here. I said they was going to call my mom and ask her about the funeral, all the arrangements. If you don't mind, could you do that? My mom would fall apart on it. I'll do it. You ever read the Bible? Yes, ma'am. I, mean, I ain't much of a Bible reader, but I pick it up from time to time. Like W.C. Fields read his Bible. Who? W.C. Fields. He used to play this drunken character in the movies. So he's on his deathbed, and a friend comes to visit, and he sees him reading the Bible. The friend says, W.C., you don't believe in God. What are you doing reading the Bible? And Field says, I'm looking for a loophole. Oh, uh, <laughs> I ain't looking for no loophole. Rain, rain, rain. That's a bad sign. They already executed one black to buy us. So, Dead Man Walking, directed by Tim Robbins, Sean Penn, and Susan Sarandon. So, Susan won the Academy Award for playing Sister Helen, Sister Helen Prejean, real character, a nun, who was going to cancel someone on death row. She's done a lot. 
She's done a lot. And then... In 2017... She played... Betty Davis... And Betty and Joan. Now, for years... She had always been approached to play... Betty Davis. Okay? Her and... uh, Jessica Lane both got nominated for Emmys. This is a legendary moment. For you, Betty. Joan wore this one in some early 1930s MGM melodrama. And from the looks of it, it hasn't been touched since. in this section, Bob. Gotta miss the silent pictures. That's when Susan Sarandon, I'm sure she'd often thought about that, was often compared to Betty Davis. I'm sure that the kid inside her was like, oh my God, what am I doing? Yeah. Did it really well. You know, can you imagine Betty Davis seeing that on TV? I I, I mean, her reaction would be probably funny. She She... She liked to be the center of attention, doesn't everybody? But to have Susan Sarandon, who has those eyes, similar to Betty Davis. And years ago, often, I think she posed for, like, a pictorial by this late um, photographer or makeup artist who fixed her up as uh, Betty Davis. Susan plays Betty Davis in the new series Feud, which follows the true rivalry between Davis and Joan Crawford. Take a look. I don't like you, you don't like me. But we need this picture to work, both of us. All I ask is that you do your best work. Try, because when you're good, Joan, you're good. Do you really think so? No, you're not going to cry. Yes, I really think so. I've always thought so. Hello, Miss Susan. During your career. And why didn't you? And why did you? Everybody says well, yes actually, to Ryan, I know, because he's. Well, so but also, Ryan had brought it to me when it was a film. So, even many years before, and he was going to direct it, and then someone else was going to direct it, and it never. 
came it together? Kind of, well, it just seemed like a one-joke thing. Like, they hate each other, they're bitchy, but so what, you know? And when he placed it in the eight hours, um, there could be a context, and it could say something more about Hollywood and ask the question, has it changed so much? What actually went on for aging actresses then? Or now. Yes. Um, and it, it, we could delineate more characters. I mean, you've got Stanley Tucci playing Jack Warner, who's hilarious and so bad. Great so bad. Cast. Catherine Zeta Jude, Jones. Catherine Zeta Jones is Olivia de Havilland. Um, Judy Davis rocks. Uh, uh, what's her name? Um, this Judy Garland? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, she did do that. Yeah. No, the, <laughs> I had a hopper. Oh, oh she just, just, I she, saw that. Every yeah. time she wears something, it's moving, you know? It's just, <laughs> so we got a chance, Alfred Molina uh, directs the uh, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. So it could have more, it, it, it could be developed more, and that made it more interesting. Plus, Ryan hired half the directors were women. So he was trying, to, and we, we also, also had a lot work. of young women and all kinds of uh, uh, people that were apprenticing or whatever you call it, mentoring, being mentored. So that really appealed to me, too. And so it comes full circle for Susan Sarandon, playing an icon that she probably, she loved. Who didn't love Betty Davis? Come on. I'm sure though Betty would have told her, dear, you, you must win another Oscar. One is just not enough. <laughs> oh, that was, the, yeah, yeah. So let me double check. Okay. So this, this is, this, let's get down to the nitty gritty. The Oscar losses. Atlantic City. She lost to Catherine Hepburn on Golden Pond. Come on. No chance. Thelma Louise lost to Jodie Foster for Silence of the Lambs. Lorenzo Zoya lost to Emma Thompson, Howard's End. The Client List lost to Jessica Lange, Blue Sky. Dead Man Walking won. Yep. She was nominated for Betty and Joan. Didn't win. Yeah. Lost to uh, Nicole Kidman for Big Little Lies, or as I like to call it, The Face That Botox Built. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little humor there. Susan Sarandon's an amazing actress. For me, it's all about Thelma Louise and Dead Man Walking. Those moments, those performances. And so. There's a moment. Think about it. This has been 30 years. I did a show recently on this. On this film. On that moment. Roger Ebert complained that the ending should have extended. But it didn't need to. I've often said this to friends. We talk about film. When Susan Sarandon dies, hopefully 100 years from now, this will be the performance that will be in her obituary. Yes, she won for Dead Man Walking, but she will always be remembered for... Okay, then, let's, let's not get caught. What are you talking about? Let's keep going. 
What do you mean? Thelma and Louise, when both Gina Davis and Susan Sarandon die at that old ages, and in their obits, it's all going to be about Susan Sarandon, well, Thelma and Louise. Yeah, where do you get off behaving like that with women you didn't even know? Huh? Huh? How'd you feel if somebody did that to your mother, or your sister, or your wife? about you know good and damn well what i'm talking about i mean really that business with your tongue what is that that is disgusting and so the dialogue that's what i love is and how she delivers that dialogue when they're confronting him in that moment she's not entirely acting when she does that she's bringing that feminism out which is beautiful that activism that's within her Always raising her voice to those who are not heard. And think of Thelma Louise. Think of you have this housewife who is not heard at all. And you have this woman who lives alone. She works and that's it. And has a boyfriend who's a musician. And There are these friends. They come together. And they free each other at the right moment. There's a freedom between them. That final moment of Thelma Louise. What do they want to do? want to keep going so Susan Sarandon thank you for keep going for keeping it in the fast lane my friend happy birthday and unpleasant dreams <laughs> 